Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Let me be the uh, first to officially wish each and every one of you a happy May the 4th. I think uh, the the term you're looking for is Nerd Christmas. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Tomorrow, of course, (laughs) will be Revenge of the 5th. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I always thought that should be the 6th. You can also have Revenge of the 6th also, if you would like. Makes more sense to me. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, another, what is today? Keep trying to keep track. Wednesday, been a very, very busy week already. What happened yesterday, we'll continue to uh, talk about that. We'll get your uh, reactions, your thoughts about uh, Roe versus Wade, the leak from the uh, Supreme Court. Once again, it's not final. We are two months away from an official ruling. But it seems most likely that is what's going to happen. It, unless maybe this leak changed some t- <laughs> some ideas on some, I I don't think it's it's going to happen. I, I I'm with you. Um, David Leroy was on with uh, Nate Showman yesterday. We'll get a couple of his thoughts on that coming up here in uh, about an hour from right now. In case you missed it, it is on the podcast. We just have a, a couple of the highlights from his interview. But if you want to hear it for yourself, uh, the whole interview, you can check that out at uh, kboi.com. Click on the uh, podcast, or you can go through on our fan page. On Facebook, it, it has been confirmed. It was after the show yesterday, but it had been confirmed that, and we thought this just because we heard nothing from the Supreme Court saying, yeah. this is totally fake news. It's made up. Uh, it was confirmed that it was it's a leak. Real. Yeah. It is real. Um, it is a first and, draft. And uh, the uh, Chief Justice Roberts, he immediately called for an investigation because he would like to know who leaked it. Yeah, I, I think in this it's particular, deal, really. yeah, in this particular instance, you have to have an investigation. You have to find who who leaked this. I mean, there there is literally a few handful of people that could have actually leaked this. I I don't think it's going to be that difficult. I could be wrong. I don't think it's going to be that difficult to find out who leaked it. Kind of depends on how they did it. You know, if somebody just printed out something and. Send it to a newspaper, that's one thing. But if they transmitted it electronically, you should be able to find out, like an email. Because, once again, anything electronically is there forever. Yes, it has residue. <laughs> um, you, you can continue with your thoughts this morning, as I mentioned, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, we'll look at uh, a couple of different scenarios yesterday. Uh, article came out, Slate.com. Um, looking into who could have possibly leaked Alito's uh, draft opinion and why. Um, we'll talk a little bit uh, about those. Um, you know the whole thing with Occam's Razor, Occam's Razor, right? Uh, let's see. Occam's Razor is the simplest explanation is usually the one that's true. Yeah. Um, and they believe that the simplest explanation on this leak is probably the one that's going to end up being we'll f- we'll find out if it is true um 
we we thought that there might be some violent protests la yesterday uh there were which is weird because la is one of those places uh the state that they're not it's going, not going away <laughs> yeah california guaranteed not to outlaw abortion not only that but they passed a bill um here what was it, a month ago that they they could Protecting see that this it. might yep. possibly come they uh not only protect abortion rights they took away from any out-of-pocket costs for abortions in California. There are no co-pays. If you don't have insurance, you don't have to pay for it. Um, it costs how, you absolutely nothing. How very European. I know. And then on top of that, they looking at the possibility of Roe versus Wade being overturned. They are probably saying that they will pay for people to fly. They're going to put together a fund so that if people from other states, like Idaho... Mm want to uh, fly there to have an abortion after their 15 weeks. So what used to be known for Hollywood and Disneyland mm-hmm. will now, now be abortion the, land, uh, abortion vacation. Actually, it'd be cheaper because, you know, if, your, you, if we talked about this, your if, abortion, if you want to go to Disneyland, it yeah. costs you three, $4,000 now. Abortion land would be free. Yeah, no kidding. I don't it's, think you'd want to take your kids. Los Angeles, your abortion destination. <laughs> fly, so, the, fly the friendly skies. The other thing, uh, in reading last night, 93% of abortions performed in this country, this is from 2019, 93% mm-hmm. were performed before 13 weeks. 93 okay. per, So only 7% in 2019 that this survey looked oh. at, there were only 7% that came after week 13. Now, keep in mind, or, or as states... Uh, or as pro-life would people... Uh, Pro-life people would say seven percent too many. Yeah, but mo- he, he, even even Idaho is fifteen weeks. Once once this bill goes into effect, if Roe versus Wade is is turned over, the trigger law would cause it what within thirty sixty days. I can't remember the exact timeline, but it's like within thirty to ninety days, the trigger mm-hmm. law would take it effect, um, and and basically for all intents and purposes, outlaw abortion after fifteen weeks. after fifteen weeks. You know, so which, which seems to make. Uh, a little more sense, I guess, than six weeks. Yeah. Now, I mean, 15 weeks for Idaho, I mean, you still are under the heading of abortion is still legal. I mm-hmm. mean, so those people are going, this would make abortion illegal. No, it it would not make not a, it illegal. Not 100% illegal. No. You know, granted, there are states like um, Colorado that guarantee abortion up to any time they want this to get is, an abortion. See, this is probably one of those uh, rulings that uh, no matter where you live, it'll just make life a little bit more inconvenient if you want to take advantage of, of you know, what's legal. I, I like some of the uh, arguments that I've seen on social media. It's like, you're going to force people to spend money to drive out of state to, to, to get their abortions. And it's like, you know, right now, if, if, you, ha- you, know, if you have money that, to go out of state and buy your weed, why yeah. couldn't you have money to go out of state and get your free abortion? You think it'll be the same people? <laughs> well, it could be. Do they overlap? I, who knows? It's a good question, though. You, using the whole thing, it's like, you know, we're, you're, you're going to force there, poor so. people to not be able to get abortions. Well, like I said, it'll be much more inconvenient, especially for poor people. You could go to Disneyland and get your abortion at the same time in California and, and get part of your trip paid for. <laughs> Maybe we'll uh, Mike. 
get back into I, that I'm serious. philosophy like, where abstinence makes the heart grow fonder. Um, I, I don't know if you saw Elizabeth Warren yesterday. We got the audio from that, but she was absolutely just raging, freaking yeah. out. Well, that happens. And her, her voice gets higher and higher <laughs> as she does that, <laughs> like, too. Dude, you're in a state that isn't going to get rid of abortion. She, she was uh, in, in a mood where her voice sounded a little bit like a very effective fire alarm. <laughs> Gave me a little bit of a headache, I'll tell you that. Uh, make you, makes a person leap from bed. <laughs> 6.15, uh, let's get a first check on what's going on with sports this morning. Rick Worthington, uh, latest in sports. It's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli and Meridian. Today's Wednesday. Uh, that means today, Yeah. jalapeno bacon, potato cheddar. Also, today, are, I have heard rumors that they're opening their newest location today. I think there is, is a today? soft opening coming, but I haven't heard for sure if it's going to happen today or not. Okay, I heard rumors. But I know the yes- new location, it's like this week. Yeah, so. I, I heard r- rumors that today they're officially going to be opening. I haven't heard from them, so it may be a soft opening. I was opening. looking for uh, Bob to tell me one way or the other. All right. Yet, so. Well, let it, let us know because people would like to know. You don't have to drive as far to get to Fat Guys Fresh Deli, but they are open in Meridian today just off Wells Avenue. How about some Seattle Seahawks news for you today? Okay. They didn't trade anybody. Good. <laughs> Make sure you're all right. Well, uh, here's the thing. I don't want them to trade for somebody either because the one that everybody's linking is Baker Mayfield, and I don't want Baker Mayfield yeah. on, a, on our team. Oh, yeah. Go with Drew Locke. That'll help you. Oh, uh, all right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will play the Seattle Seahawks in the NFL's first game in Germany. What? The league announcing that the teams will play 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. That's 7.30 a.m. here. <laughs> November 13th. At the Allied's Arena, home of the FC uh, Bayern Munich soccer team. Who are, by the way, very good. Yeah, they are. They're very good. Uh, Also, the NFL will reveal the dates of opponents uh, for the three games that will be played in London and the game played in Mexico City in the upcoming season. The Buccaneers will be seeking their first victory outside the U.S. when they play. They are 0-3 in three games played in London, losing to the... New England Patriots, Tom Brady was there. The Chicago Bears in 2011 and the Carolina Panthers uh, in 2019. It'll mark the third Seahawks international regular season game in franchise history. And they won their other two. They beat the Buffalo Bills in Toronto in 2012, and they beat the Raiders in London in 2018. How do you play at 6.30 in the morning? Oh, well, I mean, you're not used to getting 630 for Seattle time, Seattle. Yeah. So so the players for them, it's 630 in the morning. What will happen is the NFL will send those teams to Germany way early in the week, just like they do with the teams that are playing in London so that they can acclimate to where they're playing. And uh, hell, I don't know if it works or not, but, Uh, you know, they get a week in Germany out of the deal. So, you know, nice for all these. Young they get, um, Seahawks players that don't know any better. They get used to the hours <laughs> and the right. schnitzel before they play. <laughs> That's right. KBUI News Time is 618. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 624. May the 4th be with you. I still get goosebumps when I hear uh, the uh, Star Wars music. Do you really? I really do. And I don't, 
Even after, yeah, I'm sitting, I, and I don't know why because the movie, he, the original movie, has come out what forty five years ago this year. Mm-hmm. Forty five years ago, and I still get goosebumps when I hear that. Even after what thirty one sequels or whatever. It's yeah, been. yeah. Not only that, but all the uh, TV shows. As a matter of fact, uh, another one comes out on Disney Plus on uh, May twenty seventh, which I really think they missed the boat on this one. Why should have, should have had it out today? Right? Yeah, yeah. Why are you not releasing your new Obi Wan Kenobi series on May the fourth? That that just seems like a, a missed opportunity. To me. is this going to be about extra young Obi Wan? Yes, I believe. Uh, I, I I haven't seen exactly what what comes or what it's about as of yet, but I think it is uh, uh, how he meets prequel to the how he uh, meets Qui Gon Jinn stuff like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <sighs> Gotta love this day. Happy birthday, by the way, to Chef Wally. Oh, terrific! I I, I don't know if this is why he hates Star Wars so much. Because he, May the Fourth is his birthday. Is, is his right. birthday? But uh, yeah, he absolutely hates Star Wars. But happy birthday to Chef Wally today. Um, friend of the show, listens all the time. Of course, uh, makes fabulous food, mm-hmm. too. He has a new uh, adventure we'll be telling you about a little bit later this morning um, to tease you about that uh, we'll have for you. Uh, it, also, is it, is it involving food? Because if it is, it, I'm in. It, it is involving food, oh, good. yes. Um, also, uh, another thing involving food, the Hometown Breakfast coming your way this coming Friday once again. We're just a couple of days away. Uh, hometown Breakfast Eve is tomorrow morning. <laughs> It's kind of like Christmas for us. Um, don't forget, we are headed to Biscuit and Hogs for bacony deliciousness uh, once again this coming Friday. Um, some of the best eggs Benedict I've ever had um, at that location. Bacony. It's a, it's a word that uh, you can make simply by dropping the L from balcony. Mm, well, if you want to, yeah. Uh, although balcony doesn't taste anywhere close to as delicious as bacon. But you can have bacon on the balcony. There you go. Uh, well, not there because they don't have a balcony. Uh, we'll be in Meridian once again for the hometown breakfast coming up here this Friday. You are invited to stop by, uh, and it, it beyond just having a breakfast, or maybe you would like a mimosa or a Bloody Mary or something like that for breakfast, which you can do, we will have tickets to see David Spade coming up later this year at the Morrison Center. I we'll, think you can even pay for somebody to come over to your table and say, starting a little early, aren't we? We will also have uh, tickets for the Jackson Country Stomp. Mm-hmm. that we will give away. And once again, the only way you can win those tickets is by stopping by. Just the people that stop by for the hometown breakfast will be entered in in that grand prize drawing. And just like last week, we will draw out the winners just before 10 o'clock. So um, the the show, I, the show, I haven't looked and seen if it's sold out as of yet. It's going to sell out, and it may be already sold out. I haven't checked to uh, find out if you can still get tickets. But these are free tickets, which are way better anyway. It's Morrison Center, right? So yep. Just, yep. So just 2,000 No bad tickets, seats in the house. 2,000 tickets to begin with. So if you want to win those, have a great breakfast. And, of course, we would love to meet you uh, once again this week. Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Gets underway this coming Friday morning. Now, Biscuit and Hogs doesn't open until 7, so keep that in mind, but we'll see you there this Friday. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 6.34, he's Chris Walden, I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for listening in. Phone lines open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through, also toll-free, 1-800-529-5264. Email Casper, email uh, Chris at KBY.com or Mike at KBY.com. You can also text us, same as our main number. Reminder, uh, 13 days from today, 
Yes, uh, we here at News Talk KBOI are counting too. Um, you're invited to join us the night of May 14th, 9 to 11 o'clock for uh, coverage of the Idaho primaries that will be going on. Rick Worthington will be live in the studio and Nate Shulman live from the GOP watch party as we keep you updated with the night's results. 13 Should days be, yeah. and counting and you won't hear any more of those primary commercials on the uh, radio or television stations. Should be riveting to hear the results of the uh, Democrat primaries coming in. <laughs> I don't think anybody is running opposed. I, I don't think, I think you're right. I, I think you are 100% correct. Nobody's running opposed in the Democratic primary, so... Uh, probably won't be coming those. Um, you know, there's some some drama happening in the uh, Republican primaries. Of course, uh, they'll be reporting on. But anyway, that is once again. They're all uh, talking about how the other ones aren't Republican enough. Good. <laughs> Rhinos. Um, May 14th, 9 to 11 p.m. From your official 2022 election station, News Talk KBY coverage, by the way, will be both on 670 AM and 93.1 FM News Talk KBY. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. May the 4th be with you, 642. And also with you. Chris Walton, Mike Casper, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Chris writes in, not Chris Walton, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Chris writes in, uh, Mike at KBY.com. Obi-Wan was originally going to be released May 26th, which was the day that Star Wars came out 45 years ago. They timed it to coincide with the debut of Obi-Wan on the big screen, but the show premiere slipped a day for un- some unknown reason. All right, well, I guess that, that makes a little bit of sense. And I, I thought it was Labor Day week or Memorial Day weekend that Star Wars originally came out 45 years ago. So, yeah, thanks for... I still think May the 4th would have been a great day to do that. Did you know, uh, originally, uh, the idea of Yoda, he was supposed to be a monkey. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I think they made a good decision. And they were even going to use an actual uh, monkey. Uh, (laughs) You know what? (laughs) That wouldn't have been good. Do you know what word is never spoken in the movie Return of the Jedi? Ewok. They never identify the Ewoks. Really? Yeah. How I mean, do we it, know that they're Ewoks? Uh, basically, like, I don't know, somebody gave an interview and said, these are Ewoks, I guess. But apparently they never say it. I had no idea that that was the case. Cindy Williams uh, from Laverne and Shirley. Shirley. She was one of the, uh, uh, run, or the, she was one of the finalists to play Princess Leia. And later somebody interviewed her about it. And she says nobody could have done it except Carrie Fisher. She did do a good job. Do you know why uh, Han Solo, at the end of the second movie, was frozen in carbonite? Because Harrison Ford hadn't signed a contract for the third movie yet. They didn't know whether he would actually be available. And so we can either kill him off or bring him back. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the movie, they put him in uh, carbonite and figured, you know, if if he comes back for the third movie, we'll thaw him out. (laughs) And if not, we'll just leave him in there. Um, Yeah, I, I. I think that was a, I mean, it was a great storyline either way. Okay, here's one. How many people and or space aliens are uh, estimated to have been killed in the original trilogy? In the original trilogy, mm-hmm. not through all of them, because there's been a lot in all of them. Yeah. Uh, the original t- trilogy. Just the first three movies. And what was the question again? How many people and or aliens have been killed? 
in those three movies? Um, less than a hundred. No, it was uh, two billion. Uh, oh, that's a lot. Two million seven hundred ninety-five thousand one hundred ninety-two. Remember, they blew up an oh, entire planet. Oh, they blew planet. up a planet, and then and then they yeah, okay, they blew up the Death that. Star either what two or three times. Yeah, and the Death Star had a lot of people. All right, yeah, yeah. good point. KBY News Time six forty-five. It is May the fourth. Celebrating May the fourth be with you today. It's time for a check on uh, what's going on with sports. Once again, brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian. The police to go uh, for lunch every day, Monday through Saturday. They open up at 10.30 in the morning. Today, another soup day for you. Uh, one of their more popular soups. And you can get in today for jalapeno bacon potato cheddar. Team that up with a salad, sandwich, or a uh, wrap. And you got yourself a full meal at Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Good morning. Seattle Mariners starting off the year pretty good. They were actually in first place for a little while. They played themselves now to 500 ball, including a loss last night to the Astros. Here's the 0-1. This is hit high in the air to center field. Rodriguez racing back, looking up. See ya! She's gone! Just a 1-0 lead there for the Astros, but they got a lot of help from Jose Altuve. Third baseman in. And this one's lifted to left field. Deep and gone. Altuve's three-run shot gave them a 4-0 lead. That is the Astros over the Mariners, I should say. And that's all they would need. They went on to win by a score of 4 to nothing. With the loss, the Mariners are now at 500, two and a half games back off the lead, which is uh, held currently by the Angels. The Angels lost last night and didn't help themselves. But the Astros did. They're now in second place, a game and a half off the AL West lead. Other games played last night. Arizona defeated the Marlins 5-4. Texas by the Phillies 6-4. The Mets blank the Atlanta Braves 3-0. Minnesota 7-2 winner by Baltimore. The Yankees in Toronto have been playing great baseball this year, but last night it was the Yankees with a 9-1 winner. You saw the White Sox beat the Cubs 3-1. Milwaukee beat Cincinnati 6-3. Kansas City defeated St. Louis 7-1. Washington beat Colorado 10-2. And the Dodgers beat the Giants 3-1. I'm Rick Worthington. The night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. Uh, we've got a $25 gift certificate coming up here for you today to uh, Pork Belly in CUNA. Had uh, lunch there yesterday. Actually, I had breakfast for lunch there yesterday. Holy cow, this stuff is good. We're going to be there for a hometown breakfast coming up here next month, so make plans to uh, join us in CUNA. You've got a $25 gift certificate that you can win today. If you can answer our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty for your real estate needs. Call today at 208-888-4128. Our question, it is illegal, yes, illegal, against the law, to own a rabbit in Queensland, Australia. But there is one exception. What is that exception to owning a rabbit in Queensland, Australia? If you know the answer, stick around. You can win after 8 o'clock. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
In the draft, Justice Samuel Alito, the opinion's apparent author, writes, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. The draft opinion also references the 1992 case, Planned Parenthood v. Casey, which affirmed Roe's finding of a constitutional right to abortion services. Justice Alito writes, We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. It is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. 707, uh, fallout continues of the uh, leak to the Supreme Court draft of Roe versus Wade. Um, all indications are, and it was confirmed yesterday, that the leak is real, that that was a real document, the first draft of the uh, document, and uh, from all intents and purposes, as of right now, if things hold the same, there has not been a final vote. So this, that, that doesn't mean that necessarily that this is going to be Overturned, but as of right now, based on the first initial private, supposedly supposed to be private vote, and <laughs> the the majority opinion from Alito, the final vote though, in the Supreme Court is never private. No, we we will know what that is. Um, David Leroy was on uh, with Nate Shellman yesterday. By the way, if you want to hear the whole interview, these are just a couple of the highlights of uh, his talk with David Leroy. David Leroy, former Attorney General. In the state of Idaho, also uh, Idaho Lieutenant Governor, longtime lawyer. Um, one of the things that he was asked um, to talk about is if he has ever seen a leak of this magnitude from the Supreme Court before. Never happens. Uh, it's one institution in our nation which has consistently had the ability to control that leaking tendency that almost every government bureaucracy at every level has suffered with the rise of uh, everyday media. Mm -hmm. And uh, that arises from the fact that it's far more intimate uh, nature of government than a lot of places. When you go to the Supreme Court and you make a presentation, you're not in a removed gallery. You're literally 10 feet nose to nose with the Chief Justice in a small courtroom uh, with nine colleagues uh, who have... uh, uh, individual chambers just down the hall from each other. It's a, a very tight-knit institution. And they have been very proud of their relationship of keeping things secret until they reach a final decision Right until now. So in the entire modern history of the court, when people have been talking about this, I'm unaware that this has ever happened before. And in the earlier years of the court, uh, I can't think of any parallel or precedent to, uh, in history, about which I've ever heard either. Because there's a lot of people that are uh, a lot of people that are really happy that oh this is it this is going to be it. And there's a lot of people that are really ticked off. Like, oh gosh, we're, you know there's going to be lawsuits. They're already planning demonstrations, so on and so forth. What does this mean? Well, this is an early draft, uh, literally, allegedly a first draft, mm-hmm. and people need to understand that the process of writing an appellate opinion in consultation with eight other people and forming groups and collaborations and tweaking adjectives and adverbs uh, is a process that is uh, very collaborative indeed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and, and you, have, you have so many clerks and you have the justices that take, uh, you know, they, they, they have these meetings and everybody, you know, they, they pick and choose and the maze and the shells and so on and so forth. But the opinion definitely comes through. And you had a chance to read through uh, parts of Justice Alito's draft uh, in part. What stands out to you? Well, first and foremost, uh, I think this is an extremely profound decision 
not just as to the issue addressed, abortion, mm-hmm. but as to the balance of power between the branches of government, as to the importance that the Constitution theoretically may reassume in terms of its literal meaning and in terms of uh, what the court itself has called a profound moral issue, uh, not only just abortion, but other profound moral issues that affect and divide our nation right now. This is extremely significant. David Leroy, once again, former attorney general, former lieutenant governor on with Nate Shellman yesterday talking about the Supreme Court's leak. Uh, he also um, explains, wanted to hear, have you hear this uh, in layman's term, what does the ruling mean if it does indeed stand? Essentially, this is a return to the rule of law by the majority of the highest court in our land telling us that it's time to look more closely at what the Constitution says and what the Constitution doesn't contain. And the whole linchpin of this ruling, again, if it stands Mm -hmm. after they continue to collaborate, uh, is that uh, the words of the Constitution mean something. And these concepts like due process of law can only and should only be stretched so far. Let's be literal, says the court. Justice Samuel Alito, in this apparent draft, writing for what looks to be a five-vote majority of the Supreme Court, says bluntly, we hold that Roe must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion, and and no such right is recognized uh, in any constitutional provision. He goes on to say Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. It is a full on repudiation and overturning of Roe versus Wade. Once again, we don't know if this is the way the opinion is going to turn out. So people keep on saying we don't know if this is how the opinion is going to turn out. And forgive me for not knowing how the Supreme Court, I mean, I I can imagine some things, but you've been there as people make their case. Do the judges say all right let's let's does everybody write a majority uh majority brief or 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 do you go through the majority minority briefs here's what you would say just in case you lose here's what you would say just in case you win well let me say this uh and let me say first and foremost that i've read the first six pages of the 98 pages closely okay and i would expect that the entire 98 page draft will become a 105-page draft, or we'll have a couple of minority opinions or concurring opinions, and uh, the whole thing could expand to a couple of hundred pages by the time the court is through. However, oh, the process of collaboration and the cutting and pasting and the adding and the and subtracting will take place, I believe, in those pages behind the first six, and the first six are really quite clear at what a majority is suggesting here, namely that uh, this is a uh, that Roe has been a highly restrictive regime that uh, has imposed on the entire nation, in effect, legislation by the court in a role in which the Supreme Court does not belong. It's saying, let's return to the rule of law, let's look at the Constitution, and let's let, first of all, the legislature of the United States or more particularly the legislature of the several states, decide these kinds of moral issues. That opinion, that collection of decisions, in all likelihood, is not going to change. How they say it may change quite a bit. Once again, David Leroy on with uh, Nate Shellman yesterday. Uh, There was a lot more that he had to say. Just wanted to get to a couple of those highlights. Former Attorney General, former 
former lieutenant governor of the state of Idaho, has argued in front of the Supreme Court before. Um, if you want to ho- hear the whole interview, it is on the podcast. You can go to KBOI.com, click on the uh, link, or you can get it through our fan page on Facebook if you would like to hear the whole interview. Take some time to uh, get to that this morning. Right now at 7.15, it's time for a check on what's going on with sports. Once again, with Rick Worthington, it's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian. And uh, now, just off Gallon Road, new location opening up today officially. So you have two different places that you can get your Fat Guys fix. Get in today, and uh, don't forget, their soup of the day, jalapeno, bacon, potato, cheddar. For the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 723, Jeremiah Bates with us uh, once again uh, this morning to talk about your money. The Fed set to raise interest rates today by uh, all uh, rumors. Sounds like it's going to be... Uh, a half point fifty basis points, so half a point. Um, trying to calm inflation. Um, can, can they? Can they? Can they, can do, they this do it without See, causing a recession? I mean, well, I it's happened that, what nine out of eleven times that they've raised interest rates in the past, like they're doing now. It, it has sent the U.S. into a recession. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, the Federal Reserve is poised to do something they haven't done in two decades. I mean, this is a a king sized lift. And interest rates, right? And it, the now the main question is, right? I think at least on the minds of I think most investors is and most people, it's like, hey, we're we're higher interest rates is not new, right? We're still dealing with historically low interest rates, right? I mean, even historically looking at five percent, I mean, it's kind yeah. of totally normal. But the issue is now, it's you know, is there is there going to be an end to the music, and do we end up in a recession? That is a it's a fool's errand. It's anyone's guess because there's still so many other dynamics that are contributing to you know what we're seeing in the economy right and we're seeing it worldwide so and, and then the question is can they even t- 
tamper down inflation with the raising of these rates and unwinding their balance sheet? Because you got to remember, we're still dealing with some significant supply issues. You're still dealing with U.S. Uh, China trade wars. You're dealing with COVID lockdowns worldwide. You're dealing with uh, higher energy costs. You're dealing with the Russia-Ukraine conflict. The Fed can essentially dampen demand. I mean, make access to money more expensive, which you know kind of lowers that demand on the on the state side. However, we're looking at potential higher oil costs that are contributing a, a huge percentage to these inflation numbers that we're seeing. So, the reversing expectations of supply shortages and keeping oil prices uh, well above hundred dollars per barrel. So. The Fed can't can't affect that, so there's still some dynamics that are putting in the federal, putting the Federal Reserve in a tough spot. Now, looking at it from the market standpoint, these rate hikes are largely priced in. So, unless uh, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell and says something completely off base, or you know makes it sound like they're going to unwind their balance sheet at a much faster pace than what's anticipated. The market's essentially priced in what they what the Federal Reserve will do at the rate hikes um, for the remainder remainder of the year. So I don't anticipate a big reaction um, on the bond market or the stock stock market because we've already seen that turbulence. But now the question is moving forward, we get these rate hikes and then we're seeing these these next month over month inflation readings, are they going to fall down? Right. Because if 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 we're still seeing all these other dynamics it might not work. And then the question becomes, do they come in even more aggressive to try to tamper down inflation? And then that conversation around, okay, are we up against a recession? Because Mike, you're right. Those many times we've seen a, re a recession on the backs of, uh, of these rate hikes. But interesting stat, if you want to have some solace on this, okay, if you go all the way back to 1978, we've had 54 rate hikes by the Federal Reserve of half of, per of, half of 1% or more. Okay, so 54 going all the way back to 1978 of an interest rate hike of what we're about to see or more. Looking at the 12 months preceding after after those rate hikes, the S&P 500 was up. It had a gain, an average gain of over 70 uh, of over 7 percent. Sorry, 55 percent of the time. So over half of the uh, so 55 percent uh, of the time it works, works every time. <laughs> yep, over 50 it, and, and it, with a gain of seven percent, right? <laughs> so th Sorry, there I is a little no, the, but there is a little bit of there is a little bit of solace there, right? So I mean, hey, rate hikes right. at the end of the day aren't bad. However, looking at all those other dynamics, if those things do shake out, if we're starting to see some positive news around China, COVID lockdowns ease up, there's a there's a more supply on all the right. oil side, those prices go down, we might be okay. All right, Jeremiah, we'll get an update from you at the stock market uh, as it opens up here in just a few minutes. Right now, all three of the indexes are up, which is good news. Uh, we'll talk to you again coming up tomorrow morning. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> Thanks, gents. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 743, East Chris Walton, I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for listening in this morning. We just uh, heard in the news, 33rd, Albertson's Boise Open, presented by Chevron, uh, announced their three concerts that they will be having during the uh, Boise Open this year. Uh, another chance for you to get some great concert tickets, by the way. I just wanted to pass this along because today, ticket prices will be slashed $25 for 24 summer shows. This is a one-week sale only or until the tickets run out. And there are some popular concerts that are going to be going on today. Uh, the cheap prices start at 10 a.m. today, and they will last until 10 p.m. Tuesday, May 10th. 
or until the discounted allotments run out. But all the tickets being sold are $25, and there are no sales tax or special fees on this. Your your price for a ticket is $25, and we're talking some really good groups here. Goo Goo Dolls, Blue October, OAR, uh, you got the Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, by mm-hmm. the way. Fitz and the Tantrums, Andy Grammer, Corn and Evanescence, Jody Messina, Daughtry, um, New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys, Thomas Rhett, and a whole lot more. I, Those are just some of the concerts coming here that you can get for $25 today. I'm actually quite fond of Fitz and the Tantrums. I may have to go see that one. Yeah, Andy Grammer, also very good. Both of those Grammy Award winners. And, of course, you've been listening this week, Nate Shuman, Backstreet Boys, and New Kids on the Block, because he is a fanboy of both of those two groups. So instead of Chris and I getting any of those tickets to give away... They were given to Nate Shellman because of how much of a fanboy he is of both New Kids on the Block I was, and Backstreet Boys. I was not aware of that. Yeah. So uh, listen in this afternoon. He will have those tickets that you can win absolutely free. Or if you just make want to make sure that you get them for only $25, once again, they will go on sale uh, today. FordIdahoCenter.com, CTTouringIdaho.com, and Ticketmaster.com. If you want to get on those, they go on sale at 10 o'clock. This morning. It's going to check one more time on sports today, brought to you by uh, Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian, just off Wells Avenue, and also in the Columbia Village. They open today with their newest location. They're not done, by the way. They have plans in 2023. Canyon County, get ready. Caldwell, Fat Guys Fresh Deli could be coming your way in early 2023, but officially opening today, May the 4th, which is kind of cool because it's also Chef Wally's birthday today. So uh, coincidence that it opens up Fat Guys in the Columbia Village, and they're also open up once again uh, in Meridian just off Wells Avenue. Good morning in the NBA last night. The Milwaukee Bucks were looking to take a 2-0 edge against the Boston Celtics. That's not the way that went down. The Boston Celtics came out strong and defeated the Bucks, who were the world champs, 109-86. to And ties that series back up at one game apiece. There was a lot more action last night in the Memphis Grizzlies and Golden State Warriors game. Why? Well, number one, because the Memphis Grizzlies won the game 106-101, to but also because there's a particular guy that plays for the Golden State Warriors that wasn't really all that happy with the crowd last night. That's Draymond Green, who flipped the bird to the fans over in Memphis after the game. He talked about it a little bit. If you're going to boo somebody who get elbowed in the eye and face running on blood, you should get flipped off. So I'll take the fine. I'll go do an appearance and make up the money. But it felt really good to flip them off. If you're going to boo someone that get elbowed in the eye and blood running on your face, I could have had a concussion or anything. So if they're gonna if they're gonna be that nasty, I can be nasty too, and I'm assuming the cheers was because they know I'll get fined. Great, I make twenty five million dollars a year. I should be just fine. Well, Draymond Green, if nothing else, he's at least honest. But the Grizzlies did win the game one hundred six to one hundred one, and that series now is tied at two games apiece. And yes, there's more NBA on the slate for tonight. It'll be the Miami Heat taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. That game will start at 5.30 this evening on TNT. Uh, Miami is up one nothing in the series, by the way. Phoenix also up on the Dallas Mavericks, one nothing. that That'll be the second game of the night on TNT starting at 8. I'm Rick Worthington. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
Oh, look at this. I'm not used to seeing this. The uh, Dow up 133 points this morning uh, as the stock market has now been open 24 minutes. Wait, it can go up? Isn't that surprising? Yeah. However, even though the NASDAQ and the Standard & Poor were up uh, before the opening, NASDAQ is uh, currently down. NASDAQ is, has dropped almost 20 points. That's officially correction territory. Mm. Um. I don't know if the Dow, Dow's down 8%, and I think the Standard & Poor is down 12%. The only days I worry is this year when the uh, the fail-safe thing kicks in and they close four hours early. <laughs> we haven't seen that yet. No, well, not even, recently. Even no. with the 900-point drop last Friday, it didn't, didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, Janice McGinn has to uh, wake up feeling uh, kind of good this morning. All 22 candidates in Ohio and Indiana who were backed by and received Trump endorsements, won their primaries last night. Ohio and Indiana both, huh? Yeah, Ohio, 22 candidates in each that were backed by Trump all won their primaries last night. So Janice McGeehan has got to be thinking, hey, I got Trump's endorsement. That's got to be good. Um, the not-so-good news for her, by the way, though, is that uh, for her campaign, the governor in Ohio, incumbent Mike uh, DeWine, easily won his primary mm against three right-wing challengers. But but nobody was endorsed by Trump? Nobody was endorsed in that, and uh, she's that's kind of a similar thing, although there are more candidates, but uh, you've got uh, an incumbent governor, and then all I think almost all the challengers are right-wing challengers. So you got some feel-good news for her mm-hmm. this morning, and uh, maybe some... Reason to uh, question that. Well, if you've got, you know, if if you've got other candidates that uh, are very similar to each other, sometimes that splits up that yeah, vote, yeah. and uh, the incumbent ends up winning. By the way, live coverage of the primary. There are thirteen days and counting. Yes, we count them here too. We we can't wait till the uh, candidates' commercials are are done. I think uh, have they cleared all the commercials uh, on uh, May fourteenth? So that they all we're running is campaign commercials that day? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, anyway, coming up here on May 14th, 13 days from today, the Idaho primaries will be happening. And uh, 9 to 11 o'clock, you can listen to News Talk KBOI, either AM, 670 AM, 93.1 FM. Live coverage of the Idaho primaries will be happening. One of the uh, few places you'll be able to get that. Rick Worthington will be live in studio and uh, Nate Shoma will be live from the GOP watch party. He gets to have all the fun. He gets to go to the party. We'll keep you yeah, updated the, with the, the uh, night's results. The GOP party is where they smile. Mm-hmm. Have a little fun. Nate, of course, will uh, be keeping you updated and having a little fun with them, too. We are your official 2022 election station. Once again, all the updates will be happening beginning at 9 o'clock, May 14th, on 670 AM, 93.1 FM, News Talk KBOI. It's 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you want to get through and take part in the show this morning. Also, if you want to do some winning, $25 gift certificate to uh, Pork Belly in CUNA. Um, got to check it out yesterday. Uh, Chris, the Pork Belly Bites. Oh, my gosh. It does? 18 hours smoked pork belly cut into little bites, oh. deep fried to crisp them up. That's a dish. And then served with a Marion berry sauce. Cool. Oh, my gosh. And I know how much you love biscuits and gravy. 
Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just okay with biscuits and gravy. Um, the best gravy I've ever had. Really? Uh, and they wouldn't even tell me what they do to make it that good, other than the fact that they start with a huge pan full of uh, sausages. So biscuits and gravy, you have to try it when you get out there. I would drink. I would put that in a thermos and drink it. And drink their gravy. Just their gravy. It was that good. So pork belly and uh, Cuna, get out there for breakfast. We'll be out there in a couple of weeks for the uh, hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Our question today to get that $25 gift certificate, it is illegal for anyone to own a rabbit in Queensland, Australia, with one exception. What is that exception? If you know the answer, stick around. 20 minutes, you can win. And Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. May the 4th be with you. Celebrating today, May the 4th. Was that Star Wars music? Yeah. Oh. Have you not seen any of the the, 30-some-odd movies? I've seen all of them. I just... Sounds like it was from The Exorcist or something. <laughs> this, I believe, was uh, Revenge of the uh, Sith. We should okay. be playing this tomorrow. Which one's this one? Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. The worst of the uh, Star Wars movies, in my opinion. Phantom Menace. Wow, that's horrible. That's really saying something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you have a few to choose from, but I think no, I gotta, Phantom Menace was not one of the better ones. I should probably confess this. I, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Even though I've seen all the movies, I've seen lots of movies. Uh, but, uh, when, when Star Wars first came out, I was 12 and I went to it and, uh, I thought, yeah, that was pretty good, but that was about it. Did you get to see I'm, it in the I, movie theater? I, I've never purchased a pair of, a piece of Star Wars merchandise in my life. Never occurred to me to do so. I didn't look out. I didn't get a chance to, uh, see the first Star Wars in the, uh, movie theater. Yeah, to see People were raving about it. Yeah. I never, I, I didn't see it, um, until years, until years later. And then I was like, why did, how did I miss this? Why didn't was, I go see this? Jaws was really the first movie I ever remember being kind of a blockbuster where, you know, it just, uh, it was number one for weeks and weeks. And that was in 1975. And then the year after that, Rocky was, was a huge deal. And people were lining up to see that. And then 77, it was Star Wars and it was 10 times as big as either of the other two films had been. Oh yeah. There, there were, I mean, like um, a month after it was out, there were still, still people lined up for blocks to see it for like the ninth time. I don't know how many times I've seen it now. A, a whole bunch. I can tell I you how many times I have. Once. One. Just the one time. Yeah. You have so you haven't seen any of the uh, updates and redos where they've added scenes and uh, redone the uh, filming. I didn't feel the demand. Oh, it completely changed the whole movie. Did it really? No. But it gave people an excuse to go back and say, now, there's I got to see them. it. They added a minute and 49 seconds to Star Wars. I got to go back and see it. There's one of them. And I think it's the first one. Didn't they add, uh, I haven't seen it, but somebody told me that Jabba the Hutt is walking mm-hmm. or and whatever you call what he does. He was, he's sliming. So I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of like a snail. But it's like upright slithering. Yeah. Okay. And not only that, but um, Han Solo steps on his tail at one point and you, you see him uh, grimace and go, Arr! Because Han Solo steps on his tail as he's walking behind him. Sorry, I was just thinking of McDonald's milkshakes there that, for a second. That right there makes it worth going to rent the movie again for you since you haven't seen it. Uh, by the way, I apologize um, for you. I had, I had mentioned uh, the live primary coverage coming up here on News Talk KBOI. I had accidentally uh, said May 14th. It's not the 14th. Primary is May 17th. 
May May the 17th be with you. May the 17th be with you, 9 to 11 o'clock. So uh, thank you to one of our um, texters who uh, realized that mistake. And uh, so it has been changed on our our, our, our promo officially as yeah. of right now. But uh, for those of you who've, who are sitting there going, wait a minute, I thought it was the 17th, not the 14th. You are correct. It is uh, the primary coverage will be happening in the primary is May 17th, not the 14th, as I be, mentioned. There should be a TV show uh, like on HBO or something about uh, a guy who uh, he has the mentality of a ser- serial killer uh, and he wants to kill other serial killers, but he never does it. He just texts about it all the time and they'll call it Texter. Really? Yeah. Uh, another text in at 208-336-3700. Did I just hear you guys right? Fat Guy's Deli is open at Columbia Village? Uh, yes. Today, officially open in uh, Columbia Village, the old Quiznos spot. So if you were used to going there for your sandwiches from Quiznos, now you just go there for your sandwiches from Fat Guy's Fresh Deli. Or you can still, now they haven't moved. They still have their Meridian location. Um, this is just a new location. So uh, if you are, you know, east, you can get it. now, And, and if you're west, you can get it in, in Meridian. Hmm. Uh, email, Bob and Caldwell writes in, who was the first to report on this Supreme Court leak? I believe it is a fake news story. It was, and, poli- it was Politico. I believe it is a fake story to try and gain support for Democrats in the midterms. I put nothing past the media, especially since something like this has never happened before. Well, Chief Justice Roberts said it's real. It is real. He did, he did say that yesterday, right after the show he came out with that. He also uh, is asking for uh, an investigation. You think they're going to find who leaked this? Yeah, maybe. If if whoever did it did it through email, then yeah, I bet they will. I hope they do. It, it, the sad part about this this is depending on you know why it was leaked and who leaked it. You know, if, if somebody did this to want to you know. Well, I, I keep reading that somebody says, "Well, this was just this was just put out there to spur on the Democrats." Well, I think it would spur on the Republicans too. It's like, "Hey, let's yeah. br- let's brag about what we got done," or the at least the pro life Republicans. It, it, you know, if if a liberal did this, they could be looking at themselves and, and saying, "Say, it, say it's somebody that was outraged that this was going to pass, and they mm-hmm. wanted to get this out right now." And they um, think others will be just as yeah, outraged, just as outraged. We'll they, follow suit. they could not maybe care whether or not their basically law career is done they could be sitting here thinking of this hey i broke this if i can get this changed i will be a hero to america not saying they are i I, i'm saying that could be the way they're thinking i you know they could look at this as um they're letting everybody know they're a whistleblower basically even though this wouldn't fall under whistleblower rules a couple of scenarios this is uh, slate.com um, couple scenarios. Scenario one that they wrote is a progressive clerk leaked the opinion on their own. This is one we talked about earlier this morning. Occam's razor. Progressive meaning meaning Democrat. Then. Right. Okay. Um, Occam. This would be the Occam's razor answer, which, which is the simplest answer is usually the best answer. Mm-hmm. And this is one spreading quickly in conservative media after the leak is that an angry clerk or one of the progressive justices leak the opinion to prepare the public for the end of Roe, hoping to potentially um, galvanize opposition against the decision and to make one last attempt to try and change one of the five votes to overturn Roe. It's an interesting theory. Now, scenario two, a conservative justice leaked it, 
possibly through a clerk. This isn't necessarily the likeliest outcome. Um, it's written, but of all the options, this would seem to be the shrewdest tactically, according to the article. First, it would make any sense for a clerk who opposed Roe to leak this without the permission of their boss. It wouldn't make sense, rather. Uh, it would not only put this person's career in jeopardy, it would also put at risk a legal victory that conservatives have been working towards for decades. However, it would make perfect sense for a conservative justice to leak this opinion, either themselves or through a clerk, if for some reason they thought one of the five votes was still on the fence to try and pressure that fence setter to stay on the team. I don't see it as jeopardizing the decision. I don't think just because it leaked a couple of months early that anybody on the Supreme Court would say, well, I suppose I should change my vote then. But it could keep them on the fence, or it could keep them on the right side of the fence. If they were on the fence waffling one way or the other, you know, putting it out there, I guess this this would make sense. And like, uh, wait a minute, you voted for it, and now all of a sudden you've switched your vote the other way? Why did you switch the vote? Five of them are on the right side of the fence, to be sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, scenario three, a progressive justice leaked the news, considering the uh, reasons for this to be a combination of scenario one and scenario two. A progressive justice might have leaked this knowing it was unlikely for them to be caught, as in scenario two, and in order to try to put one last final push of pressure on any potential wavering justices, as in scenario one. Again, it does not seem like this would work, but if anyone would be privy to the possibility that another justice might be swayed to change his or her mind about ending Roe by a public backlash to uh, this draft opinion, it would be one of the justices. Mm -hmm. In scenario four, once again, this is from Slate.com, talking about scenarios on why it could possibly have been leaked. My guess is that there's another degree of separation. I just think somebody who works... Uh, for the Supreme Court in some way, whether it be a clerk or, or whoever, uh, probably got a copy of this to read. Uh, you know, wasn't supposed to share it with anybody, but I'm guessing maybe shared it with a friend. So you think there's one more step, not just then, because scenario one was a clerk yeah. shared it and on then, their own. And then I'm thinking maybe the friend shared it with the Politico. Ah. But then again, it's all it's all speculation because we have no proof of anything yet. Scenario four. Chief Justice John Roberts leaked the news. Now, this seems, according to the article, to be the least likely of the four scenarios emerging because how intensely Roberts has sought to portray himself as the protector of the court's legitimacy. Still, it's worth considering shortly after the draft opinion itself leaked, CNN also reported the full details of Roberts' private deliberations on the case. Those are just four four of the uh, possible ideas or scenarios. My guess is it, it wasn't any of the actual justices. I I would be shocked or, to find out if that was the case. Or on order of any of them. Yeah. I don't think that was the I, case I'm, either. I'm right with you. I would be shocked if that were the case. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you would like to weigh in, um, feel free. We'll talk a little bit more about this now that we've had 24 hours to digest it. Um, digestion by some of the Democrats, uh, not really good today, I'm thinking. Um, wait till you hear coming up here after news at the bottom of the hour. Um Warren, Senator Warren, had to say about this yesterday. If you can, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, yeah. if you can stand the screeching. Um, we'll get to that, hear the audio of that on the way. Coming up here next, don't go away. $25 gift certificate is up for grabs from the Pork Belly in Cuna with our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Don't go away. 
Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 824, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, $25 gift certificate to Pork Belly in CUNA. A couple things I would highly suggest. The uh, Pork Belly Bites... Biscuit and gravy, or just put gravy on anything you order. I don't care if it's a hamburger. The gravy is that Drink it in a cup. It is that good um, if you win your gift certificate. And also, uh, I'm going to call them, they're, they're called French fries. I call them crack fries. They're also that good. Mm, and they wouldn't okay. tell me the secret to what they put on them that makes them so good. But you can try it out today if you get your uh, $25 gift certificate. Brandon is going to get first crack at it today. Let's go, Brandon. It is illegal right, let's do it. to own a rabbit in Queensland, Australia, with one ex- uh, exception. What is that exception? Uh, if the rabbit is used for public entertainment, like a magic show or something like that. <sighs> Boy, you, you said the magic word. Uh, you had to say magic or magician somewhere in there. Mm, he did. That is correct. If hey, you are a magician, please. you are legally allowed to own a rabbit. Everybody else, um, you go to prison for 50 years. They tear up the vegetation. They kill other species, apparently. Rabbits uh, are not you know, an original they species. Disease. They're not an original species in, in uh, Australia, and, and they tend to make people mad hang on the line um brandon we uh we'll get some information from you but you are uh, now officially going to be headed to uh the uh, pork belly in cuna you've got a 25 dollars gift certificate okay all right it is 8 26 we'll take a break news coming up here at the bottom of the hour phone lines are open 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless you've had 24 hours uh, or longer to digest the news of the supreme court leak what do you think um when we come back, we'll, we'll let you know what Elizabeth Warren thought yesterday. Uh, also, what Democrats in Congress, how they feel and what they can do to stop the Supreme Court. They have plans. Can it be done? Um, we'll talk about that and more coming up here on the way. Once again, you can also get through to us in addition to calling us. Email chris at kbui.com or mike at kbui.com. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. The Supreme Court confirmed the draft opinion obtained by Politico is authentic. Chief Justice Roberts said in a statement he has directed the marshal of the court to investigate the source of the leak of the draft opinion that indicated the court is prepared to overturn Roe v. Wade and with it, 50 years of reproductive rights precedent. To the extent this betrayal of the confidences of the court was intended to undermine the integrity of court operations, Roberts said it will not succeed. When you have a leak like this, you have to wonder whether or not someone inside wanted to make a statement. Whether you're on one side or the other really doesn't matter. It's a statement being made that maybe we ought to get the public together, maybe we ought to get voters together, and that really should not be happening at the Supreme Court. 208-336-3700. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We talked about this yesterday morning uh, quite a bit, but you've had 24 hours now. Uh, more news has come out, as we mentioned, uh, as you heard right there. Chief Justice Roberts uh, had said that this is uh, a leak. It was true. was a first draft, and it was definitely a leak. And yesterday, those who had seen 
those drafts before said this definitely is exactly what mm-hmm. uh, Alito would have done. Um, J.H.M. Jr. writes in uh, Mike at KBY.com, Leak was unconscionable brief breach of ethics. It's not uncommon for various draft opinions to circulate for review. No, and that's how we heard from uh, David Leroy, who was on the show with Nate Shellman yesterday uh, in one of the uh, parts of the interview that we played for you this morning, which, by the way, if you want to hear the interview, you can go to his podcast and hear that. Um, and he basically laid out what happens in decisions by the Supreme Court. This is exactly what happens mm-hmm. is they they have opinions that they take a vote in private right after the um, court case, which happened in December. I think it was in January, February, they took their, their vote. And at that time, it was, uh, we know for a fact it was five to three. We have not heard where Roberts landed on this. Um, but five of the other conservatives um, were for overturning Roe versus Wade. The, the uh, liberals were not. Uh, Roberts, we don't know how he felt on that, but it wouldn't matter one way or the other whether no. he went with the conservative or the liberals because it would still be five to four even if he went yeah. with the uh, with the liberals. It's five three now, and that's plenty. Larry writes in, um, everybody keeps saying that nothing like this has ever been leaked before in the Supreme Court. People forget Roe versus Wade decision in 1973 was leaked to Time Magazine by a clerk. Yeah, we, we mentioned that yesterday. There is but, one big but, but, difference. But since then, I have heard a whole bunch of people say, oh, this is unprecedented. It's never happened before. Well, there is a huge difference. The leak in 1973 came one day before the official decision was going to be announced. So they it got leaked the night before and basically published by Time Magazine. Mm-hmm. The decision was done. So... It was going to be public the next day anyway. We're two months away from a decision. And the decision isn't technically done. No. We we don't know officially for sure. I mean, there have been... It's not unprecedented where you hear um, that... And I think this happened in, in the Obamacare or Affordable Care Act that uh, Chief Justice Roberts changed his vote. It's not unprecedented that the justices at points on decisions that they have made have changed their vote from the time that they heard the arguments in the case and ended up changing their vote. There could be one of the five that changed the vote, which may be one of the reasons one way or the other, whether it was leaked, you know, for liberal purposes or conservative purposes. I would say there's about a 1% chance of that happening. Yeah, that, that it could have been done on purpose, hoping that nobody would change their vote or to try and get somebody to change their vote. I don't know. It is interesting, and uh, Marine Bob wrote this in, if the leak came from the justice and not a clerk, there will be an impeachment of that justice. Would there? If they find out, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either because, and we've asked this question, and so far nobody's been able to answer it with 100% fact that is it illegal? I mean, yes, it's, it's, it's not something you should be doing it's not moral to leak the opinion but is it illegal i i nobody's been able to answer that so far we haven't heard you know if a chief justice releases this yeah. is it illegal so i, I mean it, for for a chief justice to be impeached over something that's not illegal even if they did leak it now granted i don't like it should never happen 
I don't think, and I don't think it happened on a, sh- on a show that I I didn't watch live because we were on, but I recorded a morning show uh, yesterday and watched it. And there was a guy on there who was, you know, a, a brilliant legal mind, and they asked him, "Is this illegal?" And he said, "I don't know. I've never had to look that up before." Interesting. Philip writes in Mike at KBY.com. So the party who can't define what a woman is wants to fight for a woman's rights but will allow a man to transgender still being a man to compete in, in women's sports. Well, here's the thing. You're assuming that this was leaked by a liberal. There, I mean, we don't know that no. as of yet. And you have both sides saying, oh, like this, I said, this wasn't leaked by a liberal. This was leaked by a conservative. A conservative could have leaked this as a way of saying, hey, look, people, we won. Mm-hmm. You've at, heard, at long last. Yeah, you've, you've also heard that... Uh, and I have be, to share the news now. It could be a conservative um, trying to... How, how did they put it yesterday? Pop the bubble before it bursts? Yeah, exactly. So that you don't well, see... Well, who, do who, uh, who goes into the May voting uh, on, on a high uh, if, if this is, in fact, the, uh, the ruling? I would say the pro-life people, the, mm-hmm. the more conservative people, yeah. they are excited then about uh, the whole process and going into the voting and... And, you know, obviously this is uh, one of those examples of, of how uh, elections do matter, clearly. And uh, it, they can just go from there. I mean, you know, and it, it would be exciting. And then for those who are opposed to this ruling, uh, they could, you know, be so discouraged they don't even vote. You never know. Yeah. Um, we had asked as, as we were coming into this, you know, we've had 24 hours or a little bit more now to uh, digest it. How are your feelings? Text message in at 208-336-3700 uh, writes, I feel the same as I did yesterday. The sanctity of the Supreme Court, the leak itself, is what concerns me the most. I, I would say, I personally, I agree with you. Not me, though. Because anybody in, in a large group of people could have leaked this. None of them were supposed to, but I'm guessing only one did. Yeah, I don't, I don't think and this was only, a, a group of people. Since, since I believe it's only one person out of a large group of people that did, and this is definitely the wrong thing to do, it, it doesn't make me think there's a trend toward this. I don't think, though, that it's a large group of people. I, I think you're looking at a couple of handful of people that would be able to have this at their disposal well, to be by, able to do By large group, I meant probably a few dozen. Yeah, that, I would agree with that. Yeah, well, I, well, I think it's, it's larger than just the nine justices. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how how many each justice, how many clerks each justice have. I'm I'm imagining probably somewhere between three to six, at least. Did you know? Did each you know that even each clerk has that? Did you know that even Supreme Court justices have legal advisors? Because <laughs> laws change all the time. Yeah, yeah. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Where do we go from here? It is interesting to see the reaction from some Democrats yesterday. This is uh, Elizabeth Warren. Take a listen. I am angry. Angry and upset? Angry and upset and determined. The United States Congress can keep Roe versus Wade the law of the land. They just need to do it. I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be... This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day. For decades, they have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. 69% of people across this country 
across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people want Roe versus Wade to maintain as the law of the land. The we need to we, do no, that. And we have a right. Extremists, we've heard enough from the extremists. And we're tired Once again, that is uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren yesterday. She's not happy. Um, she did mention there, uh, it, the majority of voters, 58%, say that they're against overturning Roe, according to a poll from Gallup. Same polling shows only 38% of voters are supportive, but additional polling shows voters don't align with the exact stipulations set out in Roe either. For instance, polling shows that support for abortion drops the longer a pregnancy is allowed to go along before Abortion is approved. Well, yeah, you put that much time into something. You don't want to just quit now. Most voters oppose having limits on abortions when a pregnancy is life-threatening or when a pregnancy is the result of rape or incest. What can Democrats do? Is there anything that they can do if this does hold up? my guess is, well, n- not really. They can uh, try to get rid of the filibuster and then somehow pass as quickly as possible uh, a law that will uh, be voted on at least by all Democrats um, I, and, I, and signed by the Democrat president, which very well could happen. And that is exactly what uh, they announced that they were going to do as of yesterday. Yeah, give it a shot. Anyway. The report is accurate. The decision would be an abomination, an abomination, one of the worst ever in modern history. It is our intention for the Senate to hold a vote on legislation to codify the right to an abortion in law. This is as urgent and as real as it gets. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We need to take a quick break here uh, for a final check on traffic. Phone lines are open. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. We will vote to protect a woman's right to choose, and every American is going to see which side every senator stands on. It all comes down to who should make decisions about your health, your life and your future as a woman in America. Right-wing Republican lawmakers, right-wing members of the United States Supreme Court, or you as an American woman. Democrats stand with women across our country who have the right to make their own reproductive decisions. That was uh, Senator uh, Deborah Stabenow and uh, Chuck Schumer that you heard there. Here's what I don't understand. All right, we'll talk more about this after the top of the hour. E- even if they do pass the vote, if this, the Supreme Court rules it unconstitutional, it's still unconstitutional and wouldn't pass anyway. Even if they voted to codify it and make it the law of the land, right? Am I wrong in thinking e- that? Even though who did it? If the Senate or the uh, Congress signs this into law... It wouldn't, still wouldn't matter. Yeah, it would, it would be the law of the land. 
even though the con- the Supreme Court rules it unconstitutional? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. See, that's what I don't understand. Because I, I look at this as like, if the Congress ever put together and said, hey, you're no longer in America allowed to owe guns, that would be unconstitutional. It wouldn't matter if they passed it anyway. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll take more of your phone calls and emails when we come back. News is coming up next. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. So you're going to see you know, 20 or so states, uh, maybe a little more, which are banning abortion outright. You're going to see the purple states, uh, which may restrict abortion uh, more than it is today. And then you may see in some of the blue states actually um, making it um, more accessible for abortion. But you're going to see it state by state decide. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Kyle in uh, Star, appreciate you uh, holding on and being patient there through the uh, news. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. So I I just wanted to bring up the fact, uh, and you mentioned it uh, before the break. Uh, I think Casper mentioned it, uh, that if, if this is codified into law by, by the National Congress, all it would take is one attorney general to sue the law as unconstitutional and bring it right before the Supreme Court, and I'll give you an example. On September the 21st, 1996, the 104th Congress under Bill Clinton uh, passed DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act, defining marriage between one man and one woman. And what was it, uh, 20 years later, in 2015 or 2016, Oberfell, I think, was the case that overturned uh, the definition of marriage between one man and one woman as unconstitutional. So it, it, it seemed, it would seem to me, you know, and I'm no legal scholar. I did go to college and I do remember my con law 101 classes, uh, that, that this law, it would just take a challenge and bring it right before the, the same Supreme court that is ruling it unconstitutional now. So I, I don't know. I'm sure there might be some phone calls come in. Maybe my, uh, Defensive Marriage Act example is a bad one, uh, and it could be a red herring. And I know each case is unique, and the arguments are different, and the facts are different. But that was just uh, the the United States Supreme Court over the years has become, you know, some are claiming that the 369 words in Article Three of the Constitution somehow gives them legislative authority, and then they, of course, they see that now. They probably didn't see it that way in 1973 when five Republicans joined only two Democrats in a 7-2 victory for Roe in 73 as that being a new piece of legislation. So um, I'll just I'll leave it at that as my parting shot and, and finish up listening on the radio. Hey, right. we appreciate it. Uh, great thoughts. Appreciate the thoughts. 208-336-3700, pound 670 okay. on your Verizon Wireless. I mean, you can see that you can see the parallel there because... When it comes right down to it, the way the Constitution is written, anything in this country can be changed if enough people want to change it. Mm-hmm. You can change. You can change the Constitution if enough if people want you can't, to change it. You can't make broad changes. I don't think in uh, uh, your you know right to life things like that. But you can make subtle changes in practically everything else. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Rich and Boise. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. 
Yeah, you're you're wrong in your premise. You you and the other guy kept saying that they're going to say that abortion is unconstitutional. That's not how what the Supreme. No, Court I didn't. Is I didn't doing. say they were going to say that. I said, could that? I asked the question. I said, I don't know for sure. I said, could that be if they made it? They have no chance of doing it, by the way. But say they somehow were able to get the vote through Senate, House, and then signed into law by the president. If it is against what they decide is constitutional by the no, Supreme Court justices, could that still become law? That, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The Supreme Court isn't going to say that abortion is unconstitutional. They're just overturning Roe versus Wade which gave people a constitutional right to an abortion. Now they won't have a constitutional right to an abortion, but the right to abortion can still be given to them legislatively through the federal government or through state governments. So, I mean, that's just it. They're not, they're not, going, they're not uh, ruling on the constitutionality of abortion. They're ruling on the constitutionality of Roe versus Wade. So if that decision comes down like they're saying, then uh, state it will be up to states or the federal government to well, pass laws on whether you right. can have a and that, and, that, and that was the question, because the Supreme Court is saying that this should never be, have gone to the federal government. It should be a state deciding state no, by state. No, no, you're wrong there, too. That's not what they're saying. That's not what they will say. It, it it could still be it could be it could go to the states or it could go to the federal government because the federal government has the right to make federal law. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to agree they, to they disagree all, there, Rich. Um, well, from everything that I have just, read, they want to take it. Uh, the Supreme Court want to take it out of the federal government's hand, turn it back to the states. Um, this is from uscourts.com. The best known power of the Supreme Court is judicial review over or the ability of the court to declare a legislative or executive act in violation of the Constitution itself. The court establishes this doctrine in the case of Marbury versus Madison in 1803. In this case, the court had to decide whether an act of Congress or the Constitution was the supreme law of the land. The Judiciary Act of 1789 gave the Supreme Court original jurisdiction to issue legal orders compelling government officials to act in accordance with the law. Since Article 4 of the Constitution establishes the Constitution as the supreme law of the land, the court held that an act of Congress that is contrary to the Constitution could not stand. In subsequent cases, the court also established its authority to strike down state laws found to be in violation of the Constitution. Tim writes in and says, Don't preach sanctity to me when four justices lie under oath at their job interview on national television. Don't talk to me about court packing. It's not your policies, but your lies and cheating that will do you in. Game over. I may agree with you in the future, but we'll never trust again. Here's the problem with court packing. Where does it stop? So, so say, say the Democrats want to pack the court and add four more justices. Okay. <laughs> Republicans get in power. They decide, you know what? We want to pack the court, too, mm-hmm. so we can have... So let's add four well, more. What, how Where many, do you stop? 30, many, 40, 100? Well, how many would be too many? Um, in, a, your, in your opinion. 13? Because there, there isn't a rule. No. If, if, uh, if Congress wants to do it, they can, as far as I know, add as many justices as they want to. But you uh, can't get a, a, a consensus about that. Yeah. Uh, it really does become partisan and political if you start doing that with every time somebody new comes in power 
you decide, hey, let's yeah. add four more. Well, it it uh, four more justices. Basically, this is the system we have right now. These are the rules. This is the game you're playing, and so you're losing. So you want to change the rules, and pe- a lot of people think, well, that's not fair. I want to. Did you have a email that you had there before I go to this? Sure. Um, go ahead. Uh, let's see. I've uh, got one from. Uh, Curtis it says guns are protected under an amendment. Abortion is not. Well, that, that part's true. Second Amendment protects uh, the right to keep and bear arms, but does not say anything about abortion. And, and uh, Kyle wrote in, if the decision was leaked by a conservative, it certainly wouldn't have been leaked to Politico. Unless, of course, <laughs> that's what they want you to think. Uh, but, but, but Politico is, you know, they, they definitely lean left. Stephen Boyson, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Well, I'm never going to have an abortion, so it doesn't matter to me. But Actually, now you can because you can identify as a woman. So if you identify I, as a sorry, woman, you can I'm, get you can whoa, get whoa, pregnant. Whoa, whoa. Mike, that's not true, and you know it. What? It's not true? <laughs> Fake news? Really? I thought you could do anything you want in this day and age. If you want to identify as pregnant, you can. See, you're well, going you to you get yourself in trouble with the woke culture. You know what? The woke culture is going broke because I think America's finally waking up that these people are, are, are emotional and you can have all these emotions you want. But you know what? Go out and try to get yourself pregnant if you're a man. Just try it. You got to have a bunch of surgery. I, um, you got you to go through all kinds of hormone replacement therapy and oh man. I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, would do that. I'm going to go ahead and decline. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, I, I believe in the fact that if men got pregnant, um, we wouldn't be here anymore because we probably couldn't handle the pain. If men got well, pregnant, you'd get two years off from maternity leave. Two years off, probably. There's a lot of them that look that way. Um, I have one kid. I'm never doing that again. Thank you for the call, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Need to take a quick break here. Um, if you're on the line, uh, phone line, stay right where you're at. I promise we're going to get to you coming up here next. Um, we do have some lines open if you want to get through with your thoughts now. We've had 24 hours to uh, digest what's going on. Your thoughts, if you'd like to weigh in once again, go ahead. You can email Chris, KBY.com, Mike at KBY.com. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 919-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Sandy, thank you for holding on. Uh, had to get to that break there. Appreciate you holding on through there. Um, you're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um I wanted to um, discuss the last caller who said that the um, Supreme Court members had lied under oath during their confirmation. That was actually an instant message that came in. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. That's right. Um, Anyway, I don't believe that at uh, when the conservative members were appointed— that they really considered um, doing away with Roe v. Wade, maybe modifying it, maybe doing away with some of uh, provisions. However, 
right after that, the radical uh, pro-choice people went bananas. I mean, like um, former Governor um, Northam of Virginia um, said not only should it be full bur- full-term abortions, it should extend three days past that to be able to um, euthanize the child um, or his words were abort um, at age, uh, yeah, three days. That's not a very popular uh, opinion. No, but I think that's where it um, started to turn it from, we've got to modify this to, holy cow, maybe we better just review this and get into um, and repeal the entire act. So I I think that um, some of the radical pro-choice people are also a bit guilty on this. All right. Thank you, Sandy. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the thoughts. You're very welcome. Daniel uh, has written in and says, if men could get pregnant, there would be 24-7 abortion clinics in every town. And again, I tend to agree with that. When in, in, Throughout history, when men need something, they get it. I want to go back. I mean, the point that she, she made in, in that email that you had read a little bit earlier, because I've heard this from uh, numerous people, seen it on, on social media, that the conservatives, the last three conservative judges who were uh, put onto the Supreme Court, need to be impeached because they they lied under oath. They didn't lie under oath. You can't ask a, hey, if this happens, what would you do question, because you're answering answering honestly at that time. Yeah. Well, and and to be fair, every one of them answered uh, in in the most, uh, well, I mean, they answered like a politician. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Here's the thing. In the most diplomatic way possible without giving away uh, just a, a straight yes or no. You wouldn't have to impeach them if you could prove that they lied. Because if you lie under oath in Congress, you go to prison. It's a criminal offense. So you wouldn't have to impeach them. It's a criminal offense. I haven't seen any charges filed. And you won't. You won't, because they didn't lie. I know it, it's a popular thing to say, hey, they lied under oath. But, but you could also say, <clears throat> if, if you were a justice, you could say and completely get away with it. You know what? I believed that at the time, but since then, I've changed my mind. Very good thing. Because guess what? That's not not a crime either. No. Very good point, too. Uh, Clay and Eagle, good morning. You're on Newstalk KBOI. Hello, Clay. Clay, are you there? Going once? Going twice? Clay? Clay uh, must have some problems with his his phone. Busy getting molded. Yeah. Um, Nathaniel, I want you to play cut seven here again, because it's interesting. All the, uh, takes we're getting cut seven. So you're going to see, you know, 20 or so states, uh, maybe a little more, which are banning abortion outright. You're going to see the purple states, uh, which may restrict abortion uh, more than it is today. And then you may see in some of the blue states actually um, making it um, more accessible for abortion. But you're going to see it state by state decide. I keep hearing this over and over and over. the, The best example of that this morning, you said that in California, they're actually considering uh, making passing ex- a bill, yeah. th- passing a bill to make it extremely easy to uh, ship in women from other states if they want to get an easy abortion in California. Pay 
money to people coming from Idaho, pay them for their travel expenses, the well, place reimburse to stay, them anyway, yeah. the doctor's visit, so that if people like from, I'm just using Idaho as an example, um, they would pay you to come and get an abortion. So you yeah. can make it you can make it a again, weekend, go to Disneyland again, and get your abortion and have a free trip. Again, it's reimbursement for your own expenses. You're not making any money off the deal. Here's the thing that I don't understand, because once again, and I've heard this over and over, you've heard this in, in some of the uh, clips that we have played this morning. You just heard that from ABC News saying that 20 or more states would ban abortion outright. That is just absolutely not true. In their own state, they would. No. Yeah. Idaho, for instance, would not ban abortion outright. You still can get an abortion in the state of Idaho at 15 weeks or less. Almost every single state has abortion still legal Mm -hmm. as long as you do it before. Now, there are some, there are, I think, one or two states, I think it was six weeks, was it? Yeah, I think six weeks. Six weeks. Now, but to say you are banning outright abortions is not true. For instance, like I said, Idaho. If this goes through, the trigger law would go into effect, and within, I think it's 30 to 90 days, abortions 15 weeks or longer would mm-hmm. be would be banned. And 15 weeks sounds reasonable because that's almost four months, right? 93%, this is from a survey in 2019, 93% of all abortions in the United States were performed at 13 weeks or less. 93%. Mm-hmm. And the vast majority are also people who have already had children. Yeah, that's true, too. So uh, saying that it bans abortion, first of all, isn't true on its face. Second of all, you can still get an abortion, even if you live on these states that are banning it at a certain time yeah. of, the, of the pregnancy. You can st- It's not making it illegal. It just leaves it up to the states and how the people who live there want, want to see it happen. There are a lot of people I, I know who uh, I'm glad were not aborted, and I don't say that to be cheek. I, no, I say I, that because, like, for instance, my best friend growing up was 13 years younger than his uh, nearest sibling, and his, his older siblings had all been born within two years of each other. Mm-hmm. So the family was completely finished, and then all of a sudden one day, <laughs> hey, they weren't finished. here's Rob. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm glad he made it. I have another friend that I grew up with who was the 13th of 13, and he could have been a candidate, obviously. My dad was 10 years younger than his uh, nearest sibling when he was born. They had, my grandma had had four kids in five years and then waited another 10 years and had my dad. And I'm glad she decided to mm-hmm. do that. And then, and then, interestingly enough, she waited another eight years and had one of my aunts and then another five years and had the other one. So the oldest and youngest were 27 years apart. I saw an article uh, three or four months ago. I wish I had saved it. If I had known this was coming up, I would have saved it. Uh, about uh, a woman whose mom was going to abort her and changed her mind at the last minute. And she made the point of, you know, for all the people who are talking about abortion, whether it's right or whether it's not, um, why aren't you asking the people who were to be aborted whether or not they wish that they had been aborted? Those are the people, you know, that you should be asking. Yeah. You know, in this day and age, I would say at least 60% would say no. Um, it, I mean, I thought, oh my God, that's a, just such a great point. However, how many people are going to share? Yeah, we were going to we were going to abort my son, but I changed my mind at the last minute. It's probably not something well, you're yeah, going to share. Everybody's heard that you know that story about you know if the if the mother had 
terrible mental problems and things like that. And then the uh, they knew that the, the baby was going to be deaf at some point and all these different things. Would you get an abortion? And then when somebody says yes, they say, well, congratulations, you just killed, uh, you, congratulations, you just killed Beethoven. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I think the first time I heard that, I was about 10. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. News coming up here next. We'll get to your phone calls and emails on the way. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Oh, yeah. May the 4th be with you. Celebrating today, Star Wars, 45 years. Movie came out 45 years ago. Is it a secret? (laughs) I just, it's, it just is so, so depressing. It doesn't seem like 45 years. Does it seem like 45 years has passed to you? Not sure. Uh, I, I quite frequently, though, think to myself, well, that hasn't been going on very long. It just happened, and I go, uh, 27 years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> Which turns out that's... Uh, not, now, okay, like, go back to, like, 1972. I, I'm, I'm a kid at that point, mm. and, and I'm learning ab- about history, you know, for the first time in school, and, and they talk about uh, you know, World War II. Well, World War II had ended 27 years before that. Doesn't that so seem crazy? We're we're um, we're only... Like as we're only removed from 1995, as far as I was as a kid from right. World War II. Doesn't that seem crazy, though? It does. And I don't. I know it's when you're a kid, you you think 30. I mean, because I can remember when my uncle turned 30 years old. I thought, oh my God, he's ancient. Mm-hmm. And I was 15 at the time. When when uh, Paul Jay and I started uh, taking calls on this show back in in 2001, uh, it was actually right after uh, 9/11. We just started, you know, talking about politics right. and everything, and still do. But uh, we uh, on December seventh, two thousand one. People called in to tell us where they were during the bombing of Pearl Harbor, which had been sixty years before that. Wow, uh, we don't do that anymore because now they would have one to, or two. Photos. For instance, this coming year they would have to tell us where they were eighty-one years ago, <laughs> and the number of people who can do that is considerably smaller. Some people can. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless, 1-800-529-5264, toll free from wherever you might be listening. Uh, Clay, thank you for uh, calling us, being on the phone and hanging on. Um, Clay and Eagle, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, gentlemen. I, I have a sort of a different perspective on this thing um, with Roe versus Wade. I think it was bad law to start with, and uh, I'm going to quote somebody. Maybe you can tell me who said this. It said, uh, Roe isn't really about a woman's choice is it it's about the doctor's freedom to practice it wasn't woman-centered it was physician-centered a famous person said that do you know who that was uh i can i can take a guess i don't know if it's true i was was, gonna say ruth bader i was gonna say i think it was rbg i think that was in that movie it was ruth yeah it was ruth bader ginsburg and an example of this um and this is actually has happened 
So a person driving down the road is in an is in an accident, and the person, one of the ladies in that car, was pregnant, loses the baby. Mm-hmm. The driver of the other vehicle is charged with vehicular manslaughter for the death of the child. Mm-hmm. This is true. And convicted. So in most in most cases, yeah. Woman, and the woman's on the way to the abortion clinic. Then what? So there's the problem. As <laughs> You, how many ways can you cut the pie? So it's a woman's right to to choose. So if she chooses to keep the baby and something happens and the baby is, is killed in the womb, as tragic as that is, the person is charged as a murder of a human being, but the same law says that the baby isn't a human being and that the mother can choose whether the baby lives or dies. Mm-hmm. So I had an interesting question. Yeah. I had a neighbor years ago that had a drinking problem and he came home from work one night and his pregnant wife was mad because she was drunk and she slapped him around the head and shoulders and he pushed her. She fell down and she lost the baby. He did 25 years in prison for murder of a, that legally, according to Roe and according to many uh, abortion supporters, would say that's not a baby, that's not a human being. How far along was she? And sometimes that matters to a judge. She was like, I think she was six months. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that was that would matter I mean, to a court a lot. Horrible! It was a horrible, horrible thing. And and I'm not defending his actions yeah. in any way. I mean, he was he was a jerk. But, no, you're just giving that as an example you know, of of the, you know, there are sometimes uh, paradoxes in government. Absolutely. And and so the the point is, is that Roe versus Wade is bad law. It was bad law from the giddy up. And Gator uh, Ginsburg understood that she wanted it to be something that would be um, should have been decided in Congress. Congress didn't have the spine to, to uh, address it. So they kicked it to the court. Um, she actually had another case that she wished it would have been decided on having to do with an officer in the Air Force who became pregnant. And the Air Force told her, you either abort the baby or you lose your career. And this is prior to Roe versus Wade. And she was wanting to take that before the Supreme Court and the Air Force backed down and let the lady keep the baby. So it became a moot point. But there's the paradox of it. Yeah. So, gentlemen. I don't have an answer, but I got a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So I hope you have a good and, day. And rightly so. <laughs> Thanks Thank for the you call. Thank you for the call, uh, Clay. <laughs> um, yeah, very interesting. Uh, appreciate the thoughts. Randy in uh, Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning. Uh, three items, most short ones. First one, what's the driving time to Ontario, Oregon? From Boise, about 50 minutes yeah, from 40, Caldwell, 45 or 35. Okay. Okay, so item one. They've already got the. They've already Planned Parenthood's already making the plans, expanding the clinic in in Ontario. So all this people demonstrating in front of the Capitol yesterday are complaining about a fifty fifty mile drive. So all of that is moot. It's not about that at all. Second of all, I think you saw it in the news that um, Amazon has already agreed to pay the travel charge mm-hmm. cost to any of their employees anywhere in the country to get to a place where they can have an abortion. Up to four thousand dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, you can probably get most anywhere in the country for a round trip for $4,000. I, I would think, yes. Even with a hotel. Because, see, you, so how, again, look, look at how much money you could make. If you lived in Boise, Idaho, you got a job at Amazon, um, you had them pay, and then you went to, you say you went to California, and they had reimbursed. You could, you could make some money uh, again, on getting abortions. Again, it's all just reimbursement for your expenses. You're not technically making right. anything. 
But if well, you tu- you could turn them into but, making, <laughs> you you could. I don't think anybody else to front you the money. If you didn't have the money yourself, you probably so the uh, the lack of access is a is is a lie, but it's a convenient and loud lie. Second one, uh, I don't know for whatever reason, uh, I watch all three ten o'clock news. You know, skim it to mm-hmm. see what's covered. All three of them. First of all, they are all anchored by women last night. And all of them presented completely pro-abortion coverage of whatever went on yesterday in this valley. And they, they no live, nobody speaking to what the act is that we're talking about. All of them talking about these loss of privileges or whatever, but never talking. That's my final point. And I saw something, I think it was somewhere on the probably in Fox yesterday, but I'm not sure it was their coverage or coverage from somebody else talking about them actually showing what's done when you uh, kill a baby. And everybody talks about this, and it kind of just skims by what you're doing to this child. And and second of all, and I, this has been on my head for a long time, the guy that just called a part of it. Basically, what women are doing is they're hiring an assassin to kill their child, and they can. And there's no cost to them. They're not going to go to jail for it. I've never understood why a woman could choose to have her baby killed and have no legal response to it. But nobody—that's never even mentioned that they have any involvement in this. Second of all, nobody talks about. She gives any visuals about what it what you're doing when you abort a child. All of this is nice and clean and off in the distance, and it's just this little doctor's office visit. All of it is such a one-sided lie about everything, virtually everything that's in the media about the whole process, and, and, and particularly the people who don't agree to all that and think that it is wrong and that it's evil, they get no press coverage. But everybody out the other side gets all the coverage they'd like. And I thought it was interesting last night that all three channels gave a, almost identical pro-abortion leading coverage of our community yesterday. Uh, not even a, yeah. nothing really given at all about the other side. So I, interesting where we live, what you think in this place, that might be less acceptable than maybe New York City or Washington, D.C. Thank you for the call. Not. Appreciate it, Randy. Thank you. No, it's, it's, it's news. They're always going to uh, interview the people who are disappointed before they interview the ones who are happy. You have to remember uh, all those news locations are based here in Boise, Idaho, which mm-hmm. is one of the bluest parts of the state also. Uh, by the way, just uh, wanted to... We talked a little bit there about uh, Amazon reimbursements. The reimbursements that Amazon announced on Monday are not specific to just abortions, by the way. I I don't want to mislead you in that way. They provide other non-life-threatening treatments such as cardiology, cellular gene therapy, substance abuse disorders as well. Separately, Amazon also offers up to $10,000 in annual travel reimbursements for life-threatening issues also. So this isn't – I I know it sounds like it, it came out just because of the abortion thing, it, that's not the case. It's not just having to do with abortion. Um, it's all non-life-threatening gotcha. expenses that you incur but, uh, for travel. But it includes abortion. But it does include okay. abortion, yes. Uh, a wrote in to say, I believe there is something very wrong with a society which allows a mother to kill her own offspring. I am reminded of pagans who sacrifice their children by throwing them off a cliff or into a fire. Also, if a fetus is not a tiny person, why is someone who murders a pregnant woman charged with two counts of murder, not just one? And, and you know, we just talked about mm-hmm. that, too. It, uh, quite often in, in courts in the past, 
it has mattered how how far along uh, the pregnancy was. If it's in the first trimester, for the most part, you don't get charged with anything. Uh, John from Nampa writes in: Tim Tebow was supposed to be aboard, uh, supposed to be aborted. His mom contracted malaria and was told by the doctor that uh, wouldn't survive the heart damage. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't read the biography of uh, Tim, Tim Tebow, Tebow, but it sounds true. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon she, Wireless. She definitely lived places where she could get malaria. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. One final segment on the way. Final chance to get through. Weigh in this morning. Once again, phone lines are open. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. The night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Lots of uh, input uh, on this once again uh, this morning. Linda writes in, when abortions first became legal back in 1973, I became pregnant. My boyfriend at the time was not interested in raising a child. He even told me that his mother had an abortion many years before. Obe- obedient little me went along with all the propaganda I was told by the media at the time. My boyfriend and I killed our child legally. It was all very legal, but also very wrong morally. Here I am, a gray-haired old lady. I still think of who that child could have been. I think of the pain he must have felt. And uh, the basic sense of being nurturing mother was broken within me that day. I was a decent mother to the later child I did not kill, but the fact that I killed my alive child sibling will never leave. That's Linda. I've heard stories like that before. There are... uh people who will get an abort women who will get an abortion and then uh, just they'll they'll kind of dwell on it for years and years simply because they you know they weren't sure it was the right thing to do it was just the decision they made at the time uh james writes in i believe that the bill that is activated in idaho if the supreme court overrules roe is no abortions with the exception of incest rape and life of mother that's what I read in the newspaper. The law makes an exception in a case of pregnancy conceived through rape or incest, but it stipulates that the rape or incest must be reported to law enforcement and a proof that the report submitted to the abortion provider. Um, would you please fact check that? Um, the fact check part of it is, and, and I apologize because I, I had said I thought it was 15 weeks. It's actually six weeks. Idaho's law is uh, modified or it has, is an example after the Texas yeah, law. It's six weeks, not not fifteen weeks here in Idaho. And once again, which is a difference of sixty three yeah, days. Which once again, um, that is right now going to the Idaho Supreme Court. I don't know how that will affect if Roe versus Wade gets stricken down. Um, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on, though. But yeah, six six weeks and not and not fifteen weeks. Concerned citizen said, "Would this guy rather the woman have the child and leave it in a field or dumpster?" It happens. If a woman is not going to take care of herself and the child, the best thing for everybody is abortion. It's not more complicated than that. It would save who knows how much money that the populace has to foot the bill for and a better society for everybody. It sounds horrible, but there is truth to it. I know, because children are being thrown in dumpsters every day. It's, there, but, it's a horrible epidemic. But there, there are people, in, in, and a lot of them in America, who feel that when you start talking about the viability of saving the child, you know, will it be cost-effective, things like that, that uh, you get into Nazi territory. And they don't like that one bit. Um, text message in, 208-336-3700. Uh, the 
pro-abortion people are not acknowledging there are two lives involved. A baby is inside the woman growing. That makes two. I wonder how many of them would trade places with the unborn baby scheduled for an abortion. Um, thanks to all the hardworking people out there fighting to end the killing of an innocent life. Keep it up. Would, there would, are would two anybody, sides to this. Would anybody change places with an unborn baby, whether it was going to be aborted or not? Hard to say. Maybe maybe, so, if you maybe were, somebody in their 80s that know they're well, closer to the end of the life instead say, of beginning and go, I want to do this all again, knowing what I know now. But especially if you're conscious of what's going on, that would seem to be kind of a claustrophobic place to be. Just saying. Yeah. Thanks for the phone calls and uh, emails. Uh, they are still coming in. We have some we didn't get to, uh, but appreciate it. Uh, we're on a 20-hour break. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. Have a great day.